Is this who I think it is? This is my longtime, old-time friend. It is. Who I saw in Atlanta 25 years ago, maybe? I'm still here. This is Rabbi Dave? Silverman. Yeah, I know it's Rabbi Dave Silverman, but to us, he's Rabbi Dave. Yes. <laughs> Rabbi David Silverman is the dean of the Atlanta Colel. And the last time I saw him, I don't know, was there an Atlantic Hole the last time I saw you? Was there yeah. one? There was one 25 yes. years ago already? 31 years. 31 years it's already been. And how long have you been associated with it from the beginning? 31, from the beginning. From the beginning. Um, and this Colel, as Ray Feldman told us earlier, is actually part of this congregation, correct? Yes. Proudly. And and what happens at the Atlantic Kolel, aside from the daily Torah study? What's the schedule there? How does the Kolel work here in the city of Atlanta? In the last six years, we've split responsibilities. There's always been an outreach component. In the morning, there was learning. In the afternoon and evening, people did outreach in the community, rabbis and rabbitsons. And um, more recently, in the last five, six years, we added in a component of guys, rabbis, of Rechem that learn morning, afternoon, and then teach in the community at night. Wow, and that's the way to do it, right? Because if they're not doing the outreach, I mean, we, we admire the Torah study, you know. It's essential. And we, and we certainly acknowledge it. But you would also think that, that, not that it's a failure, but you would think that the potential of the Kolo is not being realized with not doing that whole outreach component. It definitely, each fuels the other. Right. So the learning is like the <clears throat> nuclear reactor, the generator, and that with that energy we go out to inspire the rest of the world. It's proved beneficial because a lot of the support comes from the people that we've touched in terms of Kirov, in terms of outreach. And it's not just they who are benefiting from all of this. You could explain to us why the Kolel is such an important element in the in, in for even those families who are already part of Jewish ritual and are part of the Jewish community. What does the kolel do in terms of spirit for the community? That's a tremendous component of giving a chizik to the Frum community to see the success, to engage in families, have people over. This community has been a tremendous incubator for spiritual growth because the, the families themselves are very open to having guests, people that don't know about Shabbos, people that are driving to get there on Shabbos, coming to shul. There's been a beginner service here for 30 years. So these are all things that have enabled people to sort of switch from the world that they're in into a more spiritual expression. You originally from Atlanta? L.A. Oh, you originally from L.A.? Yes. When did you get here? I'm a Rams fan. Oh, thank God we found one. We found one Rams fan in this town. It's unbelievable. And how is it possible, explain to me, that I know the Colo is an important topic, but I must get this off my chest. How is it possible that a town that was completely humiliated by a team from Boston only has Brady jerseys running around there the entire week? It just doesn't make any sense. They're all carpetbaggers. They don't live here. I guess. It makes no sense. I finally found the Rams fan. You and the one guy wearing a Dodgers hat downtown that I noticed the other day. That's about it. So you're from L.A. and got to Atlanta when? I came to Atlanta in 1987 through Neri Yisrael. Because there's always been a big Neri Yisrael-Atlanta connection, right? The Rav. The Rav, his father, Rabbi Emanuel Feldman, is a Neri Yisrael product. So we've always had that connection. That's really Rabbi Weinberg, Zichana Levrocha, was the one who made the connection from Neri Yisrael to here for the Kolo, and that's how we ended up here. Right. Um, And it's been, uh, I mean, this has been a, a wonderful component for the community, the spirit that it gives those who are involved in the community already, and of course the outreach that you right. described, uh, which is so essential. How large is the Atlantic Colel now? It's we started with three, uh, three families. 
Yeah. And now we're 16, Kanaina Haru. Yeah, and I would bet more and more people want to come to the Atlanta one, right? I, I mean, there's <laughs> cities in the U.S. doing well with Kolels. Baruch but Hashem. I'm sure this one's a big attraction. Baruch Hashem. Very positive. Easy to raise your kids, right? Every type of school you want phenomenal. is here at this point. Phenomenal. It's been phenomenal. Right. All the Jewish amenities that you craved when you first got here in Atlanta. <laughs> How many cars restaurants were there when you got here? Were there uh, any in the 70s? There was one. There was one. Like a dairy restaurant. Yeah. It and was, that was it. Yeah, it was really a deli is most, oh. pretty much what it was. And what else do you remember from those days that is, is so different today? Uh, was, there any, was there an Erev already in town at that there point? There was not an Erev. We used to jokingly say Rabbi Emanuel Feldman didn't want to have an Erev because if he did, people would think that they could cook on Shabbos. <laughs> So it didn't have any. So once people became educated, then they brought the air. Then they brought the air. <laughs> then there were families that needed to um, be able to bring their strollers right. and children yeah, to shul, and it just changed the dynamic tremendously. So there was plenty missing, quote unquote, in those days. Yeah. Although it was very quaint and wonderful, very quaint and yes. a great community, right? Yeah, Baruch Hashem. And always been in in the Toko Hills area. I mean, this is where the. I mean, there are others. There are other neighborhoods in Atlanta that have Jewish communities. Yes, but this has always been the one. That's been, I don't know, the fastest growing and the one that's attracted the most people. It's the oldest. This is really right. the shortest. This shul was actually, the, the, it was once a time, 30 years ago, it was only one Orthodox shul. This was it. Right. Chabad started in another part of town, Sandy Springs, and one of the Kolo Yungalites started in Dunwoody, Rabbi Benjamin Freeman. He started a shul there. That's also a beautiful congregation of 120 families. Unbelievable. Do you, you know, we've been emphasizing this week, speaking with uh, Rabbi David Silverman, who is the dean of the Atlantic Colel. Um We've been speaking this week. <laughs> Good to see you, too. <laughs> and best regards, by the way, from all the seagulls who miss you terribly. Thank you. Thank they're, you. Whenever they, talk about, whenever they talk about Atlanta, they're always talking about you. Your brother lived across the street. <laughs> what was the street? Uh, Holly Lane. He used to jokingly call it Holy Lane. There was a lot of rabbis there. <laughs> so <laughs> we've been emphasizing this week how just like Toko Hills is the capital of Atlanta's Jewish world, <laughs> Atlanta is really a capital of the Jewish South. And you've seen not only Atlanta grow by leaps and bounds and get to this point, which is so amazing in 2019, you've seen so many of the surrounding states establish and in many cases reignite Jewish communities and, and grow and, you know, and some of them may be forming their own coal limit at this yes. point. Yes, yeah, actually Jacksonville, which is about right. five hours from here, one of our... <clears throat> We've helped out the rabbis there in conversations. They just started a kol this year. One of our um, one of the kol rabbis was a guest of honor, a, res, a scholar in residence, for their first um, holiday program, and uh, it's been exciting to see Charlotte. Your brother is actually very involved, very involved in Charlotte, yeah. and we spoke to Rabbi Oppenheim this morning on the Yeah, program. right. So he's, that's a beautiful. You know, he comes here often to get chizik from Rabbi Feldman and from the kol. It's really beautiful. There's so much going on. It's Baruch just remarkable. Hashem. I'll tell you, people wouldn't believe it. Uh, pioneers. Uh, in especially in old Jewish towns in this region of the country who saw their communities unfortunately really dwindle yes. would be shocked to see yeah. what's happening at this point. You're correct. It's really remarkable. Uh, room for more families, Nicola? Oh, that's it. You're tapped out at 16. We're, we're actually, every three, four years, we've been changing the Avrechim, the Yungalite that learned for full time. So we're just about to switch. If there's anybody out there no. that's interested, they can get in touch. Oh, gosh, I'm telling you, you're going to be deluged. <laughs> Everyone wants to be in Atlanta, it seems. This is the place. 
Yes. For right now, because we got the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's not just for this week, Rabbi. <laughs> it seems Atlanta's a big attraction all year round. Uh, Rabbi David Silverman, Atlanta Colel Dean, thank you so much for being here Honor today. It's a pleasure. Wonderful thank to you reunite with you. Wonderful to be with you. Good to see you. Okay. Uh, more wonderful friends coming up here in Atlanta, Georgia, as we continue at JM and the AM. 